0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 75, the quarantine edition, part 3. Yes, we skipped part, well, I guess it would have been part 3 last week, right? So, anyways, it's April 7th, the world is still kind of crazy, and I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the one and only Ahmed, looking quarantined as hell.
1: (laughs) I need a haircut so bad, it's unreal. You and Um, me both. Yeah, I'm currently just checking some stats here. Okay, I'm ready to talk about what I've been doing. So, yeah, we skipped last week, unfortunately. Hello, everyone. Uh, Today's April back. 7th, by the way. <laughs> Today is April 7th. We skipped last week because, you know, it's not like we were busy doing anything else, but there just also was no news. So we're like, why
0: bother making a 10-minute episode when we can just gather hold up on. the news for this week? Hold on, hold on. Be truthful with the people. Was we there both had, any news? We both had Flick or someone in our town, Animal Crossing. We are like... okay. Okay, also there's definitely that. no news. We got to go. <laughs> we both had Flick in our town in Animal Crossing, which
1: meant we had to hunt all the tarantulas and sell them to him for a profit. But anyways, um,
0: besides that. You say that, that like it was such a laborious effort. You're like, ah, I had to hunt the, uh, the tarantulas. Oh, Lord.
1: We were up till like three in the morning.
0: Mm, I got wrong.
1: Literally, I sold him one million dollars, bells, worth of tarantulas that day. It was pretty wild. I know. But anyways, we're back. We have some news to talk about. Some good, some bad. Some middle of the road. Some exciting. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, what have you been doing this week besides playing Animal Crossing? Is well, the answer as, you're nothing? Just, as
0: you're saying, we're going to share some good, some some bad. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I think I remember saying on the last time we recorded, like, we should really focus on not the bad news. And then we're like, hmm, we we'll focus on the bad news. Well, That's it like, fine. directly affects us. Yeah, in terms of like... Everything's, everything's gone to shit. So yeah. the bottom line is we're going to try to report on as much good news as possible. But on the movie front, mainly there's some negative news. But we'll get to that shortly here. What have I been doing? I've been playing Animal Crossing nonstop, commercial free. How many hours uh, do you have in it so far? I didn't, I'll give you, I I'll give you meet, a live I count right you. now. Let's see. I think uh, some of our friends are still beating the hell out of us. Let's see. I've been using my Pro Controller on my Switch Lite, which has been a Pro different experience
1: here. Is blessed. I genuinely
0: really like it. Oh, yeah. Week. You only have 85 hours. Oh, only. Okay.
1: I am now currently up to...
0: 120? Oh, my God. <laughs> right, let's see what some yeah. of our friends have here. Let's see. I'm oh, not going to name names or nothing, but Lauren's got 145. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, let me scroll through. I won't name the rest of them here. Sixty hours, a uh, hundred hours, a uh, hundred and seventy hours, hundred and ninety hours. Who has hundred and ninety? Wait, It'll take a, a wild <laughs> guess. Oh, I know. I think I know. Ten hours or more. Twenty hours or more. Wow. Yeah. Anyways,
1: um, it's it yeah. truly a wild time to be to be crossing animals.
0: It really is, and it's... Uh, I gotta tell it's you, it's really
1: it's awesome, though. Like, every time I turn on my Switch to play, it's, like, friend list, online, 15, and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. Like, I don't even them...
0: have 15 friends, are you kidding me?
1: Because <laughs> I've added a lot of people, like, when you connect your socials to Facebook and Twitter, people just add me, and I'm like, yeah, sure, except whatever, because it's just Switch, like, I don't connect care. Connect
0: your socials to Facebook and Twitter? What are you talking about?
1: You can connect your Nintendo account to Facebook and Twitter, so that oh, people, okay. and, like, Pocket Camp, and, like, whatever, so all these people that i've befriended over the years on these socials see me when they log in i'm like a suggested friend so i just add all these people but like every time i log in i'm like wow 15 online usually it's like two maybe one like mm. so it's cool everyone's everyone's playing switch switches are sold out time it truly
0: are and, and, and animal crossing literally animal crossing is on backwater
1: just buy it digitally. This is the perfect game to buy digitally, because it's something that you want on your Switch all the time. This and Smash, that's my
0: hill that I'm gonna die on. Buy them digitally. <laughs> like anyways, yes. So all we've all we've done is played Animal Crossing. Um this is probably the most I've played of a game in a very long time. I don't know if there's any other game that I've logged this many hours in besides Overwatch.
1: I think, yeah, it's for me, it's probably, like, Overwatch, and then Rollercoaster Tycoon, and then this, so far. Which is bananas, considering this came out, like, two, three weeks ago. I'm actually playing a new game
0: that came out. Well, it also helps that we're, like, in quarantine, shut down, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's to the point where, like, <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends is like, oh, let's do, like, a virtual, like, brunch, whatever, hangout on Saturday. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know, I'm going to be busy. There's a fishing tournament on Saturday.
0: <laughs> oh, we'll my run. God! <laughs> But like it's mm, there's a fishing tournament. I don't know if I can attend, I'm sorry.
1: Like I have all these games on my list to play, and it's like the perfect time to play them because I'm on quarantine. I'm literally doing nothing with my nights and weekends besides that. And yet I'm like, hmm, I'm busy. I gotta make it to Port Cranny closes at nine. Like
0: Yeah, it's like, hey guys, my hide item hide item is a bonfire. Come sell a bunch of those. So there we are looking like buffoons with all of our wood <laughs> crafting bonfires. <laughs> oh,
1: it's just so much fun. If you don't have Animal Crossing yet, please get on it. If you do I'll send you my Switch code, so you can become one of my friends on Literally. Switch, and we can visit each other's towns. uh yes, um, it's
0: it's so much fun, and I can't wait to see, like, I don't know, so I was watching a, a video on YouTube today, and I guess, like, the next video that came after it, just by happenstance, I guess, just whatever it was related, uh, was the trailer for new or uh, for New Horizons, and I was like, oh my god, like, the winter areas and, like, the fall, when everything changes again, I was like, oh, yeah. This is going to be good. a game we're going to play in for a long time. Maybe not as
1: obsessively as right now. Um, I know at least one of our friends <laughs> just said he's experiencing major burnout. That's because he has literally been doing nothing like else but play this game. So um, I'm sure that we'll we'll wean off a little bit as time goes on. Maybe not play every single day. But I have a lot of plans for my town. I literally so I unlocked terraforming last night, and I know you did. You got it yesterday as well. And I'm like, I'm so close to leveling my entire town and
0: rebuilding it from the ground up. I'm. Just you have so- to dig up all the trees when you're terraforming like that.
1: Yes, I spent two hours destroying one of my cliff faces so that I can <laughs> make room for my orchard. My orchard is going to make me uh, 168,000 bells every time I get a harvest. So I'm really excited that's about That's it? it? Yeah. What do you mean that's it? I
0: don't know. I said what I said. That's it?
1: That's... How many... It's... 2 rows of 8 times 8 so 16 rows of 8 trees of na- of 2
0: rows of 8
1: sorry. times 8 so it's like I'm gonna do it where it's like a row and then a row like right next to each other and then like space and then a row and then a row right next to each. so in total it's 8 rows or 16 rows of 8 of non-native Holy shit! Crew. and that's your whole island's gonna be no, wait, no, sorry that's 190 something 1,000 it's a lot it's big but so it's fine i have i'm moving all of my neighbor's houses to like the far top corner i've made like a nice little village of them for them like it's good how much does it
0: cost to move the neighbor's houses
1: Fifty thousand each and it's literally once a day which is obnoxious so
0: anyways i didn't realize that so uh, well anyways i found what i'm doing after this
1: Yeah, it's. I like have a whole plan set up, and I'm also really mad about my diagonal bridges. I like just built these three bridges, and I'm about to demolish them and rebuild them again so they're not diagonal because the paths, you can't build the paths into a diagonal bridge. It like doesn't line up. It made me very mad. Yeah,
0: so that's why I was really hesitant to build any bridges. And obviously, spoilers for Animal Crossing. I guess you can terraform surprise. That's not spoilers. It's in the trailer. I, yeah, well, I have been hesitant to build any bridges or inclines, so I have one incline built. Or in process. And it's been in process for like four days. Because I'm like, I don't want to do it yet because I'm not sold on where it is. So. Honestly,
1: that's a mood. I I really sh- I really thought I was doing good with my bridges. But I played myself. I have two bridges that are good. The rest of them are garbage. And, well, actually, no. I have four bridges that are good. So Three I didn't
0: know it only cost $50,000. I got to sell my turnips. Hello? Turnip people, <laughs> sell them.
1: Honestly, you have a chance at uh, your stock market being a little crazy this week. So, I'm gonna
0: check. So AC turnups, for those of you unfamiliar with Animal Crossing, uh, is like a, it's like a mafia for turnups. So <laughs> it's AC turnups like, on Reddit, you mean? Uh, AC turnups. Did I say? Did I, I didn't say on Reddit.
1: You just said AC turnups, and I was like, what are you referring to?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah on Reddit. Uh, let
1: me see. New. Jesus. So, honestly, I guess if you're the really uninitiated, turnups are basically the stock market. S-T-A-L-K in Animal Crossing. You buy them on Sundays and then throughout the week, the price will fluctuate and you try to sell when you get the best price. But people on Reddit try to like be like, hey, my turnips are selling for 600 bells, come to me. And then like immediately people will flood the post with comments to try to get the, because that's a really good price. Like You usually buy them for 90 if you're making a profit of like 600%. If, if you sell them for 600, excuse me. So um, yes, it's very crazy. It's dog eat dog world out there. Um, it
0: truly is. There's been all
1: these like sites set up, like turnup.exchange, where people can, like... It'll automatically queue up people to come to your island, and it's... But,
0: like, it's being flooded with bots now, and there's... It's wild. I just submitted to get into one that's 566 bells each. I
1: feel like that has to be a time traveler,
0: though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Which is weird. If you go to an island that's time-traveled, is that legal? I did the first time, I think. How, how else are they so high? I mean... Yours has the
1: possibility of getting high naturally on like Wednesday or Thursday, according to the predictors. There's calculators out there now. People have like my stock game market code. will be
0: dead by then. <laughs> It'll be fine.
1: Yeah, but yes, I, Animal Crossing is a th- very intense game. Animal <laughs> Crossing
0: is truly a wild place. So it's I don't know. It's definitely one of the coolest uh, one of the coolest experiences I've had in video games in a while. It's like it's a lot of fun. I was the, thinking the about people, it. It's like the
1: polar opposite of Pokemon Go when that came out
0: yeah
1: <laughs> like everyone was outside now everyone's inside
0: i feel so bad these people setting up these bells things it's like send me a dm and i'll send over the dodo code uh tips appreciate but not required please don't dig up my trees but you're welcome to pick the flowers <laughs> <laughs> please don't quiet leave anyways oh i got distracted God. it's literally it's been up for one minute and there are like 35 replies
1: yeah there's no no surprise there
0: i, I don't understand I
1: it's just... so wild it's so. It's so gonna wild. be.
0: It's gonna be the most wild thing. I'm gonna sit here staring at my phone, waiting for my DM. Except I'm never gonna get one. <laughs> so
1: the day that I tried to do that, I literally went through like five different people until one of them finally sent me a Dodo code. And then it took me like ten minutes to get into the island, and I was trapped on the island because people kept leaving and I couldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole
0: mess. Oh, it would be so cool if. Well, honestly, if my if my island were to get to the point, or my stock market were to get to the point where it gets that high up, I don't think I'll be able to like. I'm not gonna open it up to everybody like that. They're crazy. Like but I like, probably make. A, the
1: reason that people do it is because you get tips. It uh-huh. says tips aren't required, but like people will generally leave tips or something. So like, and, and, you can make I, and I get that, but at the same time, off of that,
0: like I don't know enough to be like, oh, okay, let me put up. This, this, and this to keep people out from my town. I'm not risking my town. Put That's too true. much time and effort into this. I'll terraform all around it, build walls.
1: I think you're really limited as to what you can do, though, when you're not a best friend. I don't even think... I mean, I guess you can pick the flowers, but I don't think you can, like, chop down trees or shovel up trees. You can shake the trees.
0: I don't know. Maybe you can. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways. It's all a big <laughs> sham. Anyways, so all that being said, all we've done is played Animal Crossing.
1: I did do one other thing. Oh, I started Tiger King. I've been, like, uh-huh. watching, like, one episode every, like, two days.
0: All I've heard is how wild that show is.
1: So, yeah, I clearly, that's why I watched it. I was like, this seems wild, alright, I'll watch it, or whatever. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, this isn't nearly as bad as everyone seems, just some, like, crazy people in the South doing weird crazy people in the South things. And then I watched the second episode, and I'm like, huh? And then I watched the third episode, and I'm like, huh? And it just <laughs> gets so progressively, like, you have no idea what You'd like, you just have no idea where it's going to go. And it just, I don't know, it's so wild. It's so, so wild. And I know it's, like, slightly biased. I've read all these hot takes about, like, the the dude, the producer, the interviewer that, like, compiled everything has is also, like, an exotic animal owner. So he, he might have shown bias in the editing, whatever. That's all to say it's still bananas and absolutely worth a watch if you haven't already seen it. If not to just be like a part of the conversation because it's all anyone else is doing, it's like consistently been the number one show in the US on Netflix. Um, It's it's bananas, it's
0: absolutely bananas. So it sounds ridiculous. Yes, please
1: watch it anyway. Besides that, um, yeah, I've literally been doing nothing else. I think we can move into hot tops now that we've
0: talked all about Animal Crossing. This is this is so wild. There's like people are making time slots.
1: Yeah, people are making, like, Google Sheets. I think the best way to do it is to use the turnips.exchange website, but don't make it a public thing. Make it a private thing, and then just DM the link to people that comment on your Reddit post Yeah. so that bots don't get it, but it lets them queue up without you having to worry about, like, making a Google spreadsheet or something.
0: Like, when I tell you, click on the Google Doc, add your username at your time slot, I open for two hours. I, I'm like, the time slots are almost all full. I'm like sitting here trying to download the Google Sheets app. Anyways, <laughs> It's
1: it's hopeless. You're not going to get in. It's fine. This
0: is a disaster. It really is. I don't know. I remember it's, the
1: one that I sold to was like, the first 50 people get the Dodo code, and then they literally just sent the Dodo code to all of us at the same time. You can't even have more than eight people in your town at the same time.
0: Oh, my God. What a disaster. <laughs> it was I don't understand. Why are people so stupid? Anyways, when my Google Sheets just stop downloading, I don't know. When,
1: <laughs> when 2.5 million bells are at stake
0: worth of profit, I think you'd be crazy, too. I mean, that's fine. Anyways, well, uh, before we get off the topic of Animal Crossing, I did read something today on the subreddit that was like, hey, guys, don't go crazy and, like, abuse the whole up um, thing because you'll just, you'll get burnt out. You won't do the story mode all that stuff, and um, you know, they're right, because a lot of people are doing it, getting, like, millions of bells, and then they haven't even unlocked Terraforming or done any of the main uh, story mode yet, which, I don't know, I call it story mode, that's loose, but... It's, like, yeah. the
1: general, like, it's not even a story that ends, it's, like, just the introduction. I feel like once that ends, It's the a game story begins. that begins. <laughs> it's true, though, like, once it, like, quote-unquote ends, that's when it, like, actually begins. You, like, have everything unlocked, and you can, like, Start living your best life.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to give up on this turn up thing. We'll see if I get into this one that literally has like 100 responses.
1: Good luck. Once you get in, I'll just take over the rest of
0: the episode. <laughs> no, I've got my Switch perched up. We're good. I'm ready to go. Oh, my as God. Soon as, I, as soon as I see it. But I don't think I'm going to see it. I do not see it.
1: I do not see it. Those memes. Anyways. Anyways,
0: go ahead. Let's move in. We are 15, 16 minutes into the show, and all we've done is talked about Animal Crossing. So... <laughs> Why don't you take the first article here? Much better than Animal Crossing. haha.
1: Is there even an article? So Trolls World Tour is premiering digitally this Friday as opposed to having any cinematic
0: release. It never had a cinematic release, right? No, it was supposed to come out. I think it was always supposed to come out April 10th.
1: Yeah, so it is just having a a completely digital premiere, which will be super interesting. I'm assuming it's going to go the same way of um, The Hunt and uh, The Invisible Man and all those movies that came out um, digitally as well after having like Two or three weeks at the actual box office, um, and being up for twenty dollars, um, so that'll be super interesting. I don't know. I've never seen any of the Trolls movies. I'm not planning on starting with this one. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see at least this trailer. How, looks how much it grosses every time? How much was it? Uh, was the budget on that?
0: Uh, let's see. I don't know.
1: Trolls World Tour Troll. budget ninety million. Thanks. That is $1 million for every minute of the movie's running time.
0: That is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but um, it's... I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if they're going to ever release numbers. Because usually... I don't know. Do people release like DVD sales numbers? I don't really keep up with that.
0: I'd imagine they're going to release some sort of figures. If it does well. If it does bad... Well, I don't know. They're going to release figures either way. Um, I don't think that... I don't know. We'll see if it does well. I know that Trolls is very popular with a lot of the younger kids... Excuse me. So I'd imagine this will do well, uh, especially for parents that are working from home and trying to find ways to entertain their kids. I'd imagine this would be a pretty simple way. Uh, Now it's going to be rent for rent only. I don't think they're going to be able to buy it. So that kind of stinks because parents are going to be like, okay, well you can rent it probably for twenty bucks for twenty four hours. So that'll be enough for like what one watch, right? And uh, aside from that, they're going to have to buy it eventually, but or rent it multiple times. So. I think it'll do well. Uh, As much as I hate to say it, I think the trailer looks cursed. I think the movie looks bad. Um, (laughs) Cursed. (laughs) But it's okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's because, especially because there's just literally nothing else for people to do. It's not like they're going to, I don't know, in the past it was hard to release digitally because there was options. People could go out on Friday nights, but now there's like, oh, there's nothing to do. I guess we might as well rent a movie. Let's rent this new movie and make our little home theater so
0: I, I wish that rise of skywalker would go on disney plus a little sooner than never or tbd i guess you could say um it's Doesn't, available on digital but it's not i don't know if there's a date that's been announced for when it's going to be available on disney plus so i was just going to ask that because i know it's that's, on digital
1: so i assumed that it was coming soon yeah disney well that's plus. one
0: that i am not planning on buying so i'd rather just wait for disney plus for that so we'll see We'll see what happens. But that's one that I thought, like, if you're putting out Onward on Disney Plus that quickly, I I don't know. I don't know who made that decision and why, but I can understand why they pushed it to digital to try to save some of uh, what's left. But I also don't understand why they wouldn't do that with something like Rise of Skywalker, probably because people are buying the movie um, without, you know, without any issue. And they don't need the sales. And maybe they thought people wouldn't buy Onward. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That is interesting to think about. Actually, i never considered that how they put Onward
0: out so quickly and Rise Skywalker like mm, y'all can wait. Yeah, so it is it is very interesting, but I I don't know. So we'll see. But I I am surprised that Rise Skywalker hasn't been put on on Disney Plus yet because that's a that's another open opportunity. I wonder if the subscriber numbers went up substantially from having things like Onward on Disney Plus and some of the other movies that they put on Disney Plus uh, like Frozen Two recently. I'd imagine that. Uh, subscriber numbers did go up because of that.
1: You know, I'm actually thinking it's weird that they didn't do Onward as like a digital rent first before Disney Plus. They did. They did. did. They? It was
0: a week. Oh, just a week. Okay. Yeah, but just a week. I was like, yeah, okay. I don't need to watch Onward again. That bad. I'll just wait.
1: Yeah, like what's the incentive for someone to pay money to to see it for that week when they know it's just going to come out in Disney Plus the next week? As much as I love literally throwing money out the window. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. But anyway, speaking of movies at home, it looks like this might be our future. So here's the bad news, and hopefully this will be the worst news of the episode, and things will be better from here. But I figured we'd start with the bad, and then end with the be good. Hopefully, <laughs> wrote, we wrote all the news, Ahmed. We know what's going to come after. I don't know. Re- I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been ten whole minutes. Um, it's been a
0: yeah.
1: while. We'll start with the bad, and with the good, so hopefully you forget about the bad until maybe it comes to reality um anyway so it comes to reality this so <laughs> it comes to a home theater near you go ahead <laughs> this one comes from movieweb.com along with a million other sources amc theaters may never recover and shut down for good so that's some terrifying news um P global downgraded amc theaters credit rating last week to a ccc minus um they were originally at a b rating before the widespread movie theater chain closer closures occurred um I don't know how this affects like Cinemark and Regal and other movie chains but AMC is obviously the largest movie chain. Um we all have or we both have A-list and a lot of our friends have A-list. Um AMC pretty much dominates most of the market. Um so this would be pretty bad. Uh, So to continue quoting here, this brings the popular theater change from highly speculative to default imminent with little prospect for recovery. In other words, there's a pretty good chance that AMC won't be opening back up when all of this is over, which is terrible news for employees and moviegoers who are hoping for things to get back to normal soon. Um, S&P analysts state, we expect AMC Entertainment holding incorporated theaters to remain closed beyond June due to the impact of global current events. Um... We do not expect AMC has sufficient sources of liquidity to cover its expected negative cash flows past mid summer, and we believe the company will likely breach its six times net senior secured leverage covenant. I have no idea what any of those words mean (laughs) Um, when tested on September thirtieth, twenty twenty, absent a waiver from its lenders. I'm assuming that it means that they just won't have enough money to like borrow to try to pay back eventually because they're already in a lot of debt. Um, they reported a five billion dollar plus deficit at the end of 2019 and losses of 149 million for the year. Um, so they've already been they were they were already in a bad spot. So yeah, this is pretty bananas. Um, I this would be like a major turning point for the entire
0: movie industry as a whole. It would because I think that AMC is the largest. I mean, it is. without a doubt, they are the most accessible and one of the one of if not the largest. I don't know for certain, but it's just it's disappointing. It's of all the companies I would want to see go under from something like this. Um, obviously, you never want any any company to go under, but someone like a GameStop, right? Where we talked about the shitty practices that they came <laughs> into uh, that started to come into play once um, the whole. State laws started coming through, or state orders about closing essential businesses, not essential businesses. You know, employees being told to wear bags on their hands and all this other bullshit. Right? Of all the companies, AMC. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: sure they haven't had their, or they're not like the greatest company. It's not like we're you know worshiping them or anything, but it is like
0: you know, GameStop would have been a good contender. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just joking. Say like, Circuit City, but obviously they're dead already. Oh my God! I Remember Circuit City? Remember the Whiz? Nobody um, beats the Wiz. They, well, except they did. Except everybody. Um, <laughs> except Best
1: Buy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's. It, I'm just thinking, like, you know, were this to happen, you know, with all these movies that are pushed back that are supposed to release in, like, September or whatever, like, how many people are going to actually be able to go to the movies when there's no AMC near them? Because Correct. Because I feel like the AMC is the only place to see movies. They've bought up every other, like, smaller things. I think the only competitors are, like, Regal, Cinemark. I can't think of any others. Um, And there's, like, independent theaters, obviously. I don't know. I know in Manhattan, I know I have, like, two other options that are a little farther away. There's a Regal in Times Square and a Regal, like, in way downtown, like, Financial District. Um, But besides that, like, do you have a Regal
0: near you? Do you have any other theater near you that is AMC? I have no idea because I don't even look for them because I'm like, you know what? I I am so used to going to AMC. There's no reason to look for another theater. So, I don't know. It's just... Like it's, every it's theater, in every
1: like mall is AMC. I've never heard of a theater in a mall that isn't AMC. Yeah, at least around
0: the tri-state area. I don't know. No, um, I, I I don't know of one, and that's and that's the crazy part. So, it's it's one of those things. I really hope that this doesn't happen. I hope that, I mean, because there's it, this won't be the only uh, sacrifice, I guess we'll say, of the coronavirus. Right? There's going to be more, and there's going to be probably larger box retailers i mean we've heard about hobby lobby and GameStop and their shitty practices during the whole coronavirus thing but there's going to be other i'd imagine some food chains will probably go under i mean so i hopefully yeah, yeah I, it's I i'm like it's worried, worried is... for
1: some of the, like the local restaurants around my neighborhood that have there's this like really cool ramen spot that just opened up on my block that i was already worried about how well they were going to do because my block is not that popular so i was like i don't know how many people are actually going to pull in here yeah. And now this happens, I'm like, you're definitely not going to survive this. Like, that sucks.
0: Yeah, and that's um, and that's the shitty part of the whole thing. And you hope that the government kicks it into gear and says, hey, guys, you know, we'll figure something out at least to keep them in, in business. So, yeah, I mean,
1: we can go I, on and on and get all political, but let's just hope that our favorite businesses don't close. Try to support yes. them in any way you can. I know, like, my favorite restaurant around here, Mel's, is, um, is in obviously they're in need and they've like set up like a support mails thing. So like you can buy gift certificates and stuff to go back. And I know that I'm going to go back. So I probably will buy a gift certificate from them. So yeah, try to support your local businesses Do you ever much think that possible. you won't go back if they never open again? Well then at least I'll totally have <laughs> <laughs> But like, that's a real thing that could happen. I know. No. So I know. like, I don't know. At the very least you're helping to pay the, it's like you're giving like a donation the, or yeah, you know, it can the laid off employees. Fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So no, I, I agree with you. And that's obviously a total joke and hopefully a joke that didn't become a reality. (laughs) I'm like,
1: wait, that could happen. Yeah, no, it could
0: happen. So yeah, no, definitely support as much as you can, um, within, within reason and within your means, but definitely do consider getting takeout. I mean, we, I was talking to one of my coworkers and he's like, yeah, like we ordered some pizzas and we just like dropped them off at some family members houses because we don't want them. We just want to help keep, them in business, so yeah. Um, keep that in mind as you go through your days, and you know it's, it's obviously well. some dreary, yeah, some dreary times. So treat yourself, have a pizza or three or four, and uh, and order some takeout from your favorite local food chain, food chain or local uh, local establishment, I should say. Food Restaurant chain implies that you're, yeah. I'm sitting here <laughs> saying food chain, like food chain implies that you're going to like McDonald's. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure McDonald's they'll be okay. Is, they'll be fine hopefully. But, alright, the next piece of saddish news, and hopefully this will be the end of it. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of shifting going on with the movies, as Ahmed mentioned. Um, a, lot of, a lot of release date shifting. And Disney is the latest uh, the latest to hurt from this one. But this article does encompass a whole bunch of movies here. So, this comes from therap.com. Uh, Umberto Gonzalez and Brian Welk write all about the movies that are suspended or delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic, and this is uh, pretty much updated constantly, it looks like. So I know I think we ran through some of these the last time we recorded, but there are new uh, new additions to this list, unfortunately. So uh, we'll run top to bottom. There's a whole bunch. Maybe I'll skip some. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, I was going to um, say, we can,
1: there's, a few, there's a few that I've like never heard of that we can probably skip. It's okay.
0: Yeah, so, well, we're we'll going through them real quick. Uh, no Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, uh, has been postponed to November 2020. A Quiet Place Part 2, we talked about that. That was supposed to come out in March. Uh, that's not coming out September 4th. Peter Rabbit 2 is delayed to January 15th, 2021. Uh, Fast and Furious 9 has now been pushed out from May to April 2nd, 2021. Uh, the Lovebirds is pushed out. Blue Story, The Artist's Wife, The Truth. Mulan was the biggest one, so there was rumor that that was going to get pushed over to Disney Plus. Uh, that has been squashed, and instead of a March 27th opening date, has now been pushed out to July 24th. Um, the shift, uh, that shift, obviously happened on April 3rd uh, when Disney kind of reshuffled everything around. The New Mutants, which is absolutely never coming out at this point, oh my uh, God. is indefinitely uh, pushed out and there's no new release date yet. That was going to come out uh, this past week uh, on April 3rd. Uh, Antlers, this is another movie that was pushed back by Disney and Fox Searchlight. It was supposed to come out April 17th and is now pushed out to an indefinite uh, time. Shang-Chi got pushed out, so we'll run through this here. Uh, The whole MCU is restructured. So Black Widow was pushed out, uh, was going to open up on May 1st. It's now shifted back to the slot that was previously occupied by the Eternals, which is on November 6th. The Eternals is now pushed from November 6th out to February 12th, 2021. Uh, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings will now open May 7th, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is shifted to November 5th, 2021. Uh, This also does change the 2022 slate of Marvel films, with Thor Love and Thunder now opening February 18th, 2022. Black Panther 2 shifting to May 8th, 2022. And Captain Marvel 2, which was not previously dated, but is now dated for July 8th, 2022. That's Um, a pretty big
1: back-to-back, like May and July I feel like are pretty close. But I guess the same thing happened with... uh, Yeah, with the
0: other movies too. I if you think about it. Endgame Endgame came out. Far From Home came out. Exactly, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, so it's it's more so disappointing, but I, I understand where they're coming from. So everything was just pushed back. It looks like one slot for now. Now... I think hopefully we'll be good by November, but I don't. You know who the hell knows if it pushes back again. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know about Mulan with July. July seems way too early. I think July is at risk. Yeah, I would yeah. say that Mulan is definitely at risk. Um, all right, moving down the list. I didn't even know there's a Mission Impossible Seven, but apparently, uh, oh, it halted production in Italy. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Untitled Elvis movie. Uh, cease production. Okay, so there's also movies yeah. that cease production. In I think here, the, so. the rest of the article are all just things that have ceased production. Oh, Jurassic World Dominion? I didn't realize we had a, a name for the third movie. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pause. What else? Anything good? The Batman. The Batman. Yep. Uh, Cinderella, Sony's modernized take on Cinderella. Please, no more. Starring Camilla Cabello. What? Why? Anyways. Ha! <laughs> That's going to be like The Great Gatsby you watch. Oh. Uh, Fantastic Beasts 3 is postponed. Uh, the Matrix 4. The first cow, of course, the first cow. <laughs> My story. Uncharted. Of course. Was pushed back from March 2021 to October 8th, 2021. Another movie that's <laughs> never coming out. Literally. Uh, Avatar delayed indefinitely in New Zealand. No one wants these anyway. It's fine. The Woman in the Window. Wait.
1: This was a horror movie that was supposed to come out
0: this year, May 15th, and now just no new release date. Minions, the Rise of Guru is postponed from its release date uh, of July 3rd. It'll release July 2nd, 2021. Hello? That's fine. These (laughs) movies that keep getting pushed out a full year are crazy. It is wild. Oh, no. Scoob got postponed indefinitely. Wonder Woman 1984 got pushed back to August 14th from June 5th. Oh, In the Heights got postponed? Indefinitely? Love that for us. Definitely, yep. Good. There's just nothing good in the world anymore. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. That got pushed out a full year, too, right? Yeah. Yep. Ghostbusters Afterlife
1: moved to next March. Uh, Topcon Maverick to December 23rd and Candyman to September 25th.
0: Uh, hmm. Wicked got removed from the release slate, which was slated for December 22nd, 2021. Did you say Wicked? Wicked, yeah. Oh, I see it now. Sing two will now open in place of the vacate as uh, place vacated by Wicked, uh on December twenty second, twenty twenty one. I see. I just got that on Top Gun Maverick now. SpongeBob got delayed to July 31st from May 22nd. Jungle Cruise, that's one that we forgot to mention. Uh that got pushed back an entire year out to July thirtieth, twenty twenty one, which I'm very disappointed about. Yes. Um but we were just reading an article before we, we started recording where Dwayne uh sorry the ro- <laughs> Dwayne Rock the Johnson. There we go. That's the one I was trying to think of. Um, <laughs> I oh struggled so bad. He was saying that you know everyone, the audience needs to be in a good spot to watch this movie, and he want you know they want confidence in the world and all that good stuff. So another good point to make is if this movie comes out and Jungle Cruise isn't open, that's a problem. So uh, you is. know it is what it is. There's not much we can do there. Uh, free guy Ryan Reynolds uh, got pushed to December 11th from July 3rd. And Indiana Jones got pushed back a full year um to july 29 twenty twenty two. So I I'll be honest with you, I'm kinda nervous about like who is gonna get taken out by the coronavirus. And I know we've heard about the many, many deaths, but in the Hollywood spotlight, it's just it's terrifying. There's like really so many people that. that are at risk.
1: I mean, we know about Tom Hanks, but he's recovered, thankfully. Yeah. So he's all good. I think they had a very mild case anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it is a wild, wild time that we live in, but anyways, enough somber, sad coronavirus news, unless there's coronavirus news in the games, which I don't think there is.
0: No, there is nothing. So from here on out, it's nothing but positive news and Animal Crossing. Not really. Animal Crossing (laughs) is over, but.
1: Animal Crossing is
0: always. (laughs) Stop. All right. Why don't you take the first one and then I will take my massive right up on the second here.
1: All right, so we got a little bit of a review roundup in that there's just two things that we're talking about. Um, The Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, which comes out this Thursday evening, like Thursday midnight, I think it comes out Friday, or maybe it comes out. Yeah, no, it comes out Friday. Yeah, so Thursday midnight um, has been getting rave reviews. Uh, GameStop gave it a solid 10, Uh, and I quote, regardless of your history. GameSpot, not GameStop. Oh, you, sp- you said GameStop, and I just was like, yeah, that sounds right. GameSpot. Game oh, was that right, 10. GameStop? Hold on. Yeah, you did.
0: Oh, no, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, cursed.
1: And I quote, regardless of your history with the original game, Final Fantasy VII Remake is an astounding achievement. The wait for its release was a long one, but in gameplay, story, characters, and music, it delivers, and the wait was worth it. For first-time players, it's an opportunity to understand why Final Fantasy VII is held in such high regard. I love people throwing out trash in my window as I'm trying to read. That's what that noise is? Oh, my (laughs) God. Sorry, I have to have the window open or else I'll suffocate. Um, it's the chance Stop to experience bait. a multifaceted story that grapples a complex subject matter, be in the company of memorable characters, and be moved by their play. For returning fans, this isn't the Final Fantasy VII your mind remembers, and it's the one your heart always knew it to be. Um, isn't that cute? I thought that was a cute little quote. That is cute. My roommate is a big Final Fantasy fan. Um, and he's really been trying to get me to play the demo, which is about only thirty minutes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll play it, but I'm busy like terraforming an Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> but I really do want to play it because um, I'm never—I was obviously not a fan, or I am not a fan of turn-based games, turn-based RPGs, or any of that kind of like JRPGs in general. Um, so I
0: think this is. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think I'm pretty sure that this is more. Hack, like and hack and slash it yeah. is
1: yeah so now i'm like intrigued so i'm like oh i get to play this like cool game that everyone's really hyped about and like not hate the experience of it um so i'm really really intrigued and i do want to try it i think my roommate has it preloaded already um and because it's on my ps4 i don't think he has his ps4 here um I'll be able to log log into my own account and play it uh, as well. So nice. I am low key a little
0: bit excited about this.
1: I've never played a Final Fantasy game before, but this seems like a good place to
0: start. Yeah, that's a good point. So I well, so a couple things on this. I did read online. I believe it was Jason Schreier over Kotaku did mention that the last. So this is part one of a. I don't know if they've discussed how many parts it's going to be. Remake, right? So oh, this yes. is. This is yeah, the so,
1: first chapter of the original game. Just that.
0: Correct. So I don't know... I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but long story short, it's going to be interesting because he... Jason Schreier had said that the last part of the game is like, if you didn't play the original, you're going to be completely lost. And I was like, okay, well then, you know, I don't know what to say to that, so can I not enjoy it at all? And, you know, so we'll, we'll have to see what the... I have to look further into the reviews, but... I also would like to try it out. So I actually didn't realize there was a demo. I forgot there was a demo. But I do want to try it out and see because I do think that for people like us who are not big fans of the whole Final Fantasy turn-based RPG, JRPG uh, genre, we may be into something like this. So I I definitely want to try it out and see. So I'll have to download that. I should push that to my PS4 now.
1: Do it. Go crazy. Technology is now. Um, Speaking of other excellent kind of releases, Resident Evil 3 has also been receiving stellar reviews. Um, IGN gave it a 9. It is an 85 on Metacritic. Metacritic? Metacritic? Um, (laughs) Can't speak. Um, Oh, I, I forgot to mention that Final Fantasy VII Remake has an 87 on Metacritic. Um, So both very well received, Um, but IGN to quote, they say, overall, Resident Evil 3 is a wonderful continuation of Capcom's latest remake efforts. Although it's just okay, multiplayer mode falls short of the bar set by its magnificent single player campaign. The latter does such a good job at balancing 2020 gameplay in a classic Resident Evil tone that I recommend it without reservations. Hopefully we'll see more classic games in Capcom's library being remade with such finesse and loving care, along with some new games, too. Um, so I obviously haven't played Resident Evil 2 yet, that's on my list but um, I'm excited for this one eventually, but maybe by the time I play Resident Evil
0: 2 this one will be discounted
1: <laughs> I could just get it for 20 bucks.
0: yeah literally, so it's I don't know I every time I like want to play a Resident Evil game I'm like oh this is fun and I'm like oh this is kind of scary, what if I didn't play this <laughs> Resident Evil games so. aren't like
1: scary like traditional like actual horror games, though. they're like, only scary a little bit Resident Evil 7 was different Resident Evil Resident 7 was, like, legitimately, like, Haunted House. Yeah. The original games aren't like that. They're more like a silly action.
0: Yeah. Well, well, it's like uh, you turn around and you try to get away from people and, you know, you can't. So I'm not a big fan of that, but that's okay.
1: But, like, Resident Evil 7 was, like, you didn't have weapons. You were just in this house, and you
0: had to, like... I know, yeah. And, and like, there would be, like, loud noises, and then all of a sudden, things happen, and you, like, run around. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah.
1: Like, that was... It was much more, like, survival horror, whereas this one, like, you actually have weapons. Maybe you have limited ammo, but, like, you can defend yourself. It's not one of those yeah. games It's like, you're trapped in a house with a flashlight. And I'm like, cool, this seems fun on paper, but, like, I don't want this, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because
0: I remember that I had access to all of your games. So when I asked you about The Witcher, I'm like, wait a second. Ahmed has this game. I can play this game, too. So I went and downloaded The Witcher through Steam. And I remembered you had Resident Evil 2 as well. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try that. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to try it.
1: (laughs) No, you should try it. Apparently, it's very good. I obviously haven't tried it yet. Apparently, it's very good. I
0: love it. (laughs) It is. It was very well received, too. Coming from someone that's uh, never played the game before but owns it. (laughs) Shut up. I literally, my list is
1: as follows. It's Control. Resident Evil 2, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Blair Witch, which probably won't get played at this point, Link's Awakening, Celeste, (laughs) Trover Saves the Universe,
0: Blood and Truth, and then everything else, Will of the Wisps. Okay, so my suggestion to you would be to reprioritize your list a little bit and say, like, put an easy game that you can just, like, pick up and play in there because, for instance, Celeste is an easy one to pick up and play. That's not hard to pick up and play.
1: You're not wrong. However, whenever I'm picking up my Switch, it's Animal Crossing. (laughs) I
0: like Luigi's nice.
1: Mansion used to be on this list. I don't even know a
0: Luigi's Mansion anymore. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion was so good. I really enjoyed that game. It that is was a like... good game.
1: But like I could be selling things for Tom Nook bells. Or two Tom Nook
0: for Bells, that's what I meant to say. So you know what's funny? It's gotten bad enough. I didn't even realize Flick was on my island today. <gasps> oh no. That's fine. I just sold all my bugs while we were talking, so we're good. <laughs> Well, I guess you're staying up for tarantulas, huh? Oh, God. It's a mess. It's like, every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to do X, it's like, no, no, no. no. Animal Crossing said you're going to do Y. Literally. Whenever
1: you... like. So Paul will text me occasionally and be like, hey, Overwatch, I'm like, mm, I can't. I have Animal Crossing chores. I got sorry. really
0: pissed at you last night about that. I texted you at, like, 8.30. I was like, do you want to play Overwatch? You're like, sorry, I got chores to do before 10 o'clock. I was like, are you kidding me? I literally did.
1: I genuinely had to before the store closed because I hadn't More- played it at all. Lauren's over here smirking because she knows it's true. <laughs> she <laughs> does. It. After this podcast, we're not doing anything until after I do my Animal Crossing chores. <laughs>
0: You're ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. I got to sell those fossils. Anyways. No, don't sell them. Check if I have them. Anyways, we're we were All talking right, about I'll Resident Evil, so that. yeah, anyways, it's <laughs> Luigi's Mansion was a fantastic game, so you should <laughs> yes. uh, definitely make an effort to play that. And speaking of fantastic games, in a world full of anxiety, paranoia, and depression, and coronavirus, Nintendo Shadow Dropped a Nintendo Direct Mini uh, on March 26th. Obviously, it's a little bit dated by now, but I did want to run through some of this news, because I do think that it was pretty newsworthy, and we didn't record last week, so um, yeah, so let's run through it real quick. So, Go through it. I took... You there? Yeah, I said go through it. I'm waiting. Oh, I just saw you, like, <laughs> whip your neck, like, make a mouth <laughs> movement. I'm like, hello, what's happening? <laughs> no, I'm here. We're good. Uh, so, anyways, I took these aggressive notes, as Ahmed said. Uh, so, it was... Shadow dropped online as, like, I think it's like a 30, 35-minute presentation. And they went through um, a whole bunch of stuff. And they called it a, a mini-direct, but I think it was pretty... Pretty packed for what what it is, so pretty cool stuff. So let's run from top to bottom. Uh, obviously, they did include a little note about their hearts going out to everybody uh, affected by COVID-19, and that some of these dates could obviously slip given the impact of COVID-19, so I thought that was nice. Uh, they did go into a little bit about Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That does now have a release date of May 29th, and they did go into some details about it. Uh, I didn't jot down too much notes here or any notes about it, so... Go take a look at that if you're interested. Then they did a little sizzle reel of uh, 2K Hearts Nintendo Switch. They announced Bioshock, the collection, uh, Borderlands, the legendary collection, which includes Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands, the pre-sequel all on Nintendo Switch. Uh, the XCOM collection, which I need to double check which games come in there. I believe it's XCOM 2. I have to, I'll double check that. All those are coming on May 29th as well. So the same day as Xenoblade Chronicles Defender Edition. Uh, pretty cool stuff there obviously i'm sure there'll be some graphical downgrades there but uh par for the course with nintendo switch hopefully the ports are are good uh specifically interesting here is borderlands obviously borderlands 1 2 and the pre-sequel all for you know whatever i guess the asking price is going to be i think it's 60 dollars obviously it's kind of high given uh that the games can be gotten or or, uh, bought for much much cheaper on the other consoles um but you know that, it is what it is. That's the Switch tax that comes with it because they're new ports. So uh, they also detailed Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 DLC. Uh, this is the third pack, the Shadow of Doom DLC Pack 3 that was announced as available now. Uh, had the Fantastic Four in it. So if folks are still playing that game, good for you. Uh, there was a new Capcom game announced, which I believe was announced on the Apple Arcade stream that they did was a it? while ago. And it's Shinsekai Into the Depths. It's like an underwater deep-sea diver game. That was announced as available now. Um, Animal Crossing, the new free update was announced where Zipper T. Bunny will visit your island. Obviously, that is now ongoing. There's eggs that are hidden over the all over the island. Uh, they are a royal pain in the ass because that's all you find ever now. However, uh,
1: pro tip, if you need to move some trees for your brand new orchard like me, you can eat the eggs instead of I didn't fruit. know
0: that until Lauren told me about that, and I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Anyways, worlds. rocked. Um, <laughs> truly. Another free update coming later in April is the Earth Day event, and, uh, yeah, obviously exciting stuff there. Uh, You can craft special Easter-based items uh, from April 1st to the 12th, get recipes falling out of the sky and stuff, all that good stuff. Um, There there was a game announced called Good Job. It's another game where you pretty much do chores and get (laughs) paid for it or whatever. So that looked really interesting. That's available now. Uh, Catherine Full Body is being ported to Nintendo Switch. That comes out July 7th. What is a- Catherine Full Body? It's a... Uh, Sounds like a famous game. Look it up. It's a... My gut wants to say like a very Japanese game. It's an atlas game. It's like... Uh, not like anime, but in that kind of art style. It's I believe it's like a puzzle game, kind of. But it's like an action-adventure puzzle game. So, you can look up a synopsis of it and read it out here to us. Okay, yeah.
1: Without that knowledge, I thought it was a fitness, like a workout game.
0: What? Anyways. (laughs) I don't know, like full body workout, anyways. No, full body is like, it it was, the full body is the name of the port, uh, or the remaster that they did. So, that's just being ported to Switch. Got it. Very Japanese, I see. Yeah, so, um, okay. Free Ring Fit Adventure update, that came uh, day of, and that introduces a new rhythm game update. Uh, it includes 17 music tracks from Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Breath of the Wild, uh, and just some general tunes that come from the game. Uh, the ring will now have a female voice option. You can change, change languages, and there's a new jogging option in the game. That update came out that day. Uh, I did try out the rhythm mode or the rhythm game, and it was pretty interesting, and I swept my ass off. So that was uh, pretty cool. But obviously, like when you're dancing with this little... Or whatever, dancing or like it, doing this rhythm game to like jump up superstar. I mean, I'd probably would rather have a different song, but you know, to you, I guess.
1: <laughs> jump up
0: superstar. Literally. Thank you. That, that was beautiful. You're welcome. Um King's Bounty 2 is coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, which is some sort of tactical RPG. It's available in 2020. Then they got all hyped up and they're like, Oh, we have some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate News. And I was like, Oh hello, and they're all like, oh, here's a new fighter for the first one that's coming out as part of Fighter Pack 2. And I was like, ooh, hello. And they're like, "Um, it's a fighter from ARMS. We'll talk more about it in June. And I said, okay, goodbye. Um, <laughs> okay, So thanks. they're going to be announcing that, and it will be available in July. Uh, and, or June, sorry. And they just announced it's going to be a character from uh, the ARMS Cinematic Universe. So uh, there's a free the trial of ARMS. ARMS <laughs>
1: cinematic Universe? So I glad you caught that. I was uh, like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a free trial of ARMS that was coming to Nintendo Switch Online uh, customers, so who really cares about that? This game is, like, mad old at this point. Uh, They gave a very long look at Bravely Default 2, a.k.a. I skipped right through that. Uh, That'll be available (laughs) 2020. The demo is available now clubhouse games uh worldwide classics was announced coming to switch and clubhouse games was a game on the nintendo ds that brought like some classic uh tabletop games to nintendo ds it was very popular so they are now bringing that uh to the nintendo switch they by tabletop they-
1: games do you mean like solitaire backgammon chess checkers yeah okay
0: yeah yeah Got so it. they announced this coming to switch uh with clubhouse games worldwide classics there's a total of 51 games it will be available June 5th. I think there's also, like, golf and stuff included in the game. I don't know. It's a wild time. But uh, I believe it's $40, and it's available for pre-order. $40 or $50, one of the two. Available for pre-order now. Uh, I'm sure that will be popular just as the DS version was. Uh, there's some sort of battle royale that I think is made by Nintendo called Ninjala. Uh, that is going to be available May 27th, free to play. Huh? Then they went, yeah, I don't know. It looked, it looked kind of silly. That. Uh, They had this whole, like, games coming to Switch sizzle reel. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, it was available today, obviously now. That was March 26th, and included online play. They announced that Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming soon to Nintendo Switch, so that was interesting. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Remake uh, launches today, timed console exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Trials of Mana is coming April 24th. This is the remake of... The game that was included in the collection of Mana, which was previously only available in Japan, they translated it, put it in the collection, and then remade it as Trials of Mana uh, with a much more modernized look. Uh, That was a game that initially came out for Super Nintendo, I believe. Uh, Fuser is coming out Fall 2020. This is obviously the DJ game that uh, does not require any peripherals coming from Harmonix. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades is coming... Uh, Warhammer 40k is coming, some version of it, I didn't catch the name, uh, Viger is coming, a closed beta comes April 9th, Burnout Paradise Remastered was announced for Nintendo Switch, which is interesting. Sorry, is it is... Viger or Vigor? I don't know.
1: Vigor would be the word, so that would make more sense. I was like, Viger. What is that? Anyways. Whatever.
0: <laughs> Anyways, thank you Ahmed for your very uh, fulfilling <laughs> and uh, great contribution that you made. You're welcome. That was a nasty comment. <laughs> Um, Anyways, Anyways. as I was saying, Burnout Paradise Remastered. You know the answer to that question. Why did you ask? Burnout Paradise Remastered (laughs) is coming in 2020. Uh, This game is up for pre-order all over the place at $50 when it is $5 on sale on Xbox One and PS4. But anyways, I diverge. Uh, Saints Row 4 Re-Elected is out March 27th, so that was the next day following the Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, Legends of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel... I don't know, I believe it was four. I don't know, one of them. is coming out June 30th. Uh, Mr. Driller, Drill Land is coming uh, to Nintendo Switch. Minecraft Dungeons comes out spring 2020. And now that I'm congested for talking so much, we are finally at the end of this Nintendo Direct (laughs) Mini where Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass, uh, the first part was detailed, the Isle of Armor. Seeing as I've got about one hour in Pokemon Sword, I did not uh, listen to this and skipped right through it.
1: Excellent. Round of applause for Paul, everybody. Round of applause.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so all that being said, the eShop is on, like, continuous sale, as you'll see with a lot of the other storefronts, pretty much across every medium that you can think of. Everyone's having a sale right now because everyone's quarantined, so everyone's looking for something to do. So Xbox is having a big sale, PlayStation, Nintendo, they're all having huge spring sales, a lot of great deals, so go check them out. And, uh, you know, I don't know, there's all sorts of of games on sale. Um, Yeah. I don't know there's just there's like ridiculous amounts of games but GameStop's having a spring sale there's a bunch of first party games that are 40 bucks uh both digital or physical um for sure PlayStation
1: is also having a spring sale say it again PlayStation is also having a spring sale uh I believe they are they are because when you log into PlayStation there's like a tile on your screen that says spring sale and I'm like cool oh okay okay
0: yeah yeah. yeah, I know Xboxes and I thought PlayStation was too, so that confirms that. Yes. Yes. It is a
1: good time to buy some quarantine games, to keep you busy.
0: Yeah, or you could just be like Ahmed and just buy Animal Crossing and play nothing but and I say like a med and I mean like all of us. So <laughs> I'm like, you're
1: in this boat too, buddy. Yeah, Anyways. I know.
0: All right. I'll take the next one and then you could take the next couple here. Perfect. So rounding out the Nintendo segment of the podcast for today. Uh, the LEGO Super Mario was detailed further. So a little video came out with one of the designers from LEGO who went into detail about how the whole set works and announced some expansion sets. So the LEGO Super Mario starter course has 231 pieces in it. It's up for pre-order now. Launches August 1st, and that is $59.99. That is obviously the interactive LEGO that we've talked about uh, in previous podcasts where Mario actually has like a little LED screen uh, on his eyes and his belly, and I think that's it. And you, like, bounce him around the different pieces and, like, interact with each other. So, interact as in he can jump on top of, like, a a question mark block and it'll make the little noise. And, like, you collect coins through his stomach and stuff like that. So, very interesting. uh, Kind of, I don't know. We'll see how it's received. But, I don't know. I'm not sold yet. But... It's, it's interesting. I'm sure kids are going to kick out of it. They did announce two different expansion sets. One is the Piranha Plant Power Slide, and one was the Bowser's Castle boss battle. So the Bowser's Castle set was pretty big. Um, I'd imagine that'll be the more expensive of the two, and the Piranha Plant Power Slide, I'd imagine, will be somewhere under $60, because it was a very basic uh, little slide that they had with two Piranha Plants on it. So, cool stuff. Interesting. I think that the $60 price point is accessible in the sense that... You know, a parent could be like, okay, we're not going to buy you a video game. We'll get you this instead. So um, we will see. It's still kind of pricey, but Legos are pricey, and this is the hand that we're dealt. So,
1: Yeah, I think this is uh, definitely more for more so
0: for the kids, but I'm happy for them. Yeah, no, kids it's, are cool, it's I definitely guess. good. Yeah, it's definitely good stuff. Um, yeah, but good stuff.
1: All right. Um, enough about Nintendo. Enough already. Um, Valorant is out today. So Valorant is a game from Riot Games, developers of League of Legends. And this is, I, I say this with 99% confidence because I couldn't find any evidence to say otherwise. Um, but their first actual game that is not League of Legends. Um, it is in FPS uh, with a, kind of like a cross between Counter-Strike and Overwatch. Um, is the easiest way to explain it um, in that you have a character but you have like loadouts with different guns and whatnot but you also have abilities like your characters in overwatch Um, so this was just um, it's in closed beta today so it's not out out Um, apparently it's coming out officially only for windows um, in the summer of 2020 but uh, currently it's in closed beta and the only way to get into the beta is to watch twitch streamers play it um, there are apparently, as of like right before we started this recording, 1.6 million viewers on all the combined different Valorant Twitch streams, which means there are 1.6 million people presumably trying to gain access to the beta. Um, but it looks interesting. I watched like a few minutes of gameplay here and there. Um, the loadout thing is kind of a turnoff for me. I'm not a big fan of games where you have to like choose different guns and whatnot like i yeah really like overwatch for that reason is that everyone gets the same kind of loadout and everyone it's more so a measure of skill rather than a measure of how many hours you've played the game um but i don't know seems it'll be interesting and might be a big uh i don't know a big thing if you're watching twitch streams or whatever today but who knows we'll see how it pans out
0: yeah it's i don't know i think i'm good you know, I don't know. I, I was telling you this before we started recording. The whole thing with these free to play shooters, it's it's like so hit or miss. I think that Fortnite really capitalized on the audience by making theirs free to play. They did really well, and everybody's like, "Wait a second, I could do that too." Then you saw like Paladins come about, and you saw um, Apex, da- Dauntless came about. Uh, Dauntless, I didn't yeah. even know that one. <laughs> yeah, Dauntless was one of them. I think. Uh, What's it called? Super Giant or Little Super Giant? Super Giant Games. The guys, the people that did Bastion, uh, they came out with one. I think it's free to play. I can't remember. Anyways, never mind. Scratch that one. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, a- wait, what? Apex, Apex was another one. I'll look that up. It's called Hades. Um, but yeah, Apex was another one, and I think that they all have their little burst of like momentum, and then they lose it immediately. Like yeah, it's like, like I it remember a- when
1: Apex came out. Everyone was like, "Oh shit, it's the Fortnite killer!" And we all played it for like a week. And I'm sure there's still people that play it, but like the hype has significantly died
0: down. Yeah, it's like it's funny because I have it on my PC, and it was like updating, and I was like, no, 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 you can take that off now, thank you.
1: <laughs> We're done here, thanks. I just never got into Apex because I felt like while you had abilities, it was like by the time I saw another character and was like, ooh, let me let me use an ability, I died immediately, and maybe I was just bad, but like I don't know, I don't know. It felt very strange to me. Um, you're,
0: you're probably probably just bad. So probably. Hades, by the way, is, I am like totally, totally, totally off base. <laughs> Hades is a roguelike dungeon crawler uh, that I, I don't know why I mixed. I must have mixed it up with another game. It's in early <laughs> access on – shut up. It's a, what
1: are you talking about?
0: It's in early access on Steam. I don't know why I thought it was a free-to-play game, but whatever. Anyways. It's in early access. It's $25. It's a godlike, roguelike dungeon crawler. I don't like any of those terms. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just give me a regular-ass video game. They all you just say, me. don't play me. Um, no, I, I don't know. I'm trying to look at what game I was looking at, but Whatever. It is what it is, so yes, no, I'm totally wrong. But yeah, I so we'll see know. how this game does. I had never heard of it, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, but I just didn't hear about it, yeah. and I try to stay in tune with the NeoGAF and reset errors of the world to see what people are saying about video games, and I did not see anything about it. Now, maybe I just wasn't looking hard enough. And I, I want to say it, it was like just it. heavily advertised on Twitch,
1: and I know that I don't watch Twitch streams that much, if at all, so, I, I don't know, that's probably why I never heard of it. It... I vaguely heard about it at one point in time because it doesn't sound like completely new to me, but I don't know. Anyways.
0: I'll tell you what, though. That way of releasing a game or releasing a beta or anything like that is very effective, and Apex Legends proved that out. So yes. Apex Legends did that, and uh, Call of Duty Warzone Shadow dropped like that as well. And it all it was like all word of mouth, and I think that they're both doing fairly well.
1: So. Yeah, they definitely have partnered with people that are obviously playing, and then that's how you watch to get, get your own access. Correct. Um, so it's an interesting strategy. New, I don't know, new uh-huh. advertising, I guess. New age of advertising for video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, moving on. The PlayStation 5 controller was surprisingly revealed today. This one came out of literally nowhere. I'm scrolling on Twitter, and I see a tweet. It was like 20 seconds ago. PS5 controller revealed, and I was like, what? And I immediately went to the group chat, but then you guys had already seen it too.
0: Yeah, Um, uh, so it's funny because this is on the same day as an inside Xbox, so you know that Sony is trying to take away from some of that hype, and it's starting to get kind of bad in that there's... A lot of negative press going around PS5 because they're keeping it so close to the vest and they're not showing much of anything that's starting to get people concerned and Microsoft is kind of just harping on every every move that they wrongly make. Microsoft's like, oh, well, the Series X has X teraflops. The Series X has this, has that. We'll get into that shortly, but go ahead. Take us through the PlayStation 5 controller.
1: Yes, so the PlayStation 5 controller is called the DualSense TM, um, which so when I first read this and I first saw it go look up a picture of the controller by the way so you can kind of follow along at home um, when I first read that I was like ooh so the the parts where you put your hands they're going to be touch sensitive too because it's like dual tone right it looks like that part would be in line with the touchpad and like that whole part you can touch it doesn't say anything about that in this release but so it's kind of disappointing but I don't know with the name DualSense you're like ooh it's going to be able to sense everything I do um, but not really so the main key features here Um, that are differentiated from the DualShock 4 are the shape. Um, It's a little bit more rounded. It kind of looks a little bit more like an Xbox One controller than previous generation DualShocks that were kind of all like really rigid, straight lines. Um, It's got a two-tone. The light bar is no longer on the back of the controller. It's kind of under the touchpad. So uh, that'll, I guess, change how you interact with, um, if you even need a PSI for motion sensing, whatever. the and all the buttons are still in the same place. Buttons are a little bit clear now. Um, the uh, there's kind of an HD rumble is that's not what they call it, obviously, that's Nintendo's trademark, but um, they're saying that there's kind of more definition in their you know haptic feedback, um, to let you feel like if you're driving a car over a dirt road, and that's the example they gave. Um, the triggers are also adaptive, which means that they'll have tension adjust based on what you're doing. So if you're like I don't know, shooting a bow or whatever. Maybe it'll be a little bit harder to push on your R2 or L2 buttons um, based on that, or maybe it'll be harder to hold them down, um, which should be interesting. I'm assuming that they'll also have like rumble in them, kind of like the Xbox One, uh, the new Xbox One controllers have. Um, I think that about covers it. This this article is very wordy, and I don't want to just read it outright. Um, But I mean, it looks. Like it'll be comfortable. I'm sure it will be. They went through hundreds of different designs and play tested with different hands and people to make it uh, make sure that's comfortable for everyone. So I'm sure it'll be comfortable. Dual Shocks always are. Um, so yeah, they but don't. But this isn't anything. a Dual Shock. It's a Dual Sense. You're right. Sorry. Duals <laughs> always are. Um, they don't so, mention anything about motion controls though. I don't know if it has any motion sensing because the the Dual Shock Four did have motion sensing still, right? That wasn't yeah. just phased out in Dual Shock Three. Yeah, which is, I mean, not that any game ever used it, ever. Except for, like, that one game, Wipeout, or whatever. <laughs> that yeah. one game on PS3. Um, but, so that's a, a noticeable thing that's taken out, which is fine. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I missed here, but I think it covered everything. It does look, I think it looks kind of cool. I just don't like this default color scheme. If it was different colors, I wouldn't mind the two-tone at all.
0: Yeah, the, the white and the black, it just, I, someone mocked it up with white. Analog sticks and it looked a little bit better. I I don't know.
1: I like. I would prefer it if it was primarily black and accented with white, like the reverse color scheme, basically, um, or like black on gray. That would be really cool.
0: Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I don't, I personally don't really like the color option here. I mean, it just looks very weird and leads me to believe that the PS Five will in fact have this two tone color as well. I
1: don't mind if it's two-tone. Just give me options. Please don't make me buy a white console. I don't oh, it's like...
0: Gonna, it, I'd imagine it's going to be white accented with black because Ugh. the majority of this contro- the controller is white. I really hope that they have options. Here, you ready for this? Somebody said it literally looks like a PlayStation VR headset. You know what? <laughs> How crazy is that?
1: It really does. It's very... Yeah, the design language, we'll say, is there. The design language. Of Someone there. said it looks like a sneaker. Like a basketball sneaker. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, you know, I see that, too. You're not
0: I wrong. don't know. Someone referred to it as uh, looking like vacuum attachments, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> but I, I just i am shocked that they included the touchpad again. I thought the touchpad was... Well, we're assuming that's the touchpad. That the touchpad's included again. I thought that that was going to be something that, you know... They would get rid of with the second generation. There was talk about a screen going in instead of a touchpad uh, a while ago. That obviously did not happen. Um, the PlayStation button is going to presumably turn your system on and off. Did you talk about the microphone?
1: I just was looking at the microphone, and I'm like, I didn't talk about the microphone. Yes, yeah. it has an integrated microphone, so you don't need a headset. A headset, sorry. Um, Obviously, if you're having like an extended gameplay session, it's probably not ideal because I'm sure the sound from the game will bleed into the microphone and be annoying for everybody. Um, So you'll want a headset for kind of those longer gameplay sessions. But this does make things a little bit more accessible for for Mm -hmm. people um, if they don't have that or if they're already like playing with headphones or something.
0: And then Um, you have the um, the create button, which they didn't really detail, but they said it's not the share button anymore. It's the create button. It's the same thing I'm imagining
1: like. I mean, the share button currently, when you press it, you can either share a video clip or a screenshot or whatever. And I'm assuming that create button is the same deal. It'll allow you to do those things, probably just
0: a little bit more functionality, which has not been detailed yet, but yeah. Yeah. Um, They're probably going to have some kind of like Video editor that's built into the system, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they had that already. You can kind of trim clips, but it wasn't like an editor-editor. Well, it might... This um, one, I'd imagine with the power of the PS5, you should be able to be... I mean, you should be able to do this kind of stuff, but... Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, but, yeah, it's funny. You mentioned the touchpad thing. I know we're, like, over time now, and we still have one more thing to talk about, but... Um, so in, in one part in the in the blog post here from PlayStation Blog, they say, based on our discussions with developers, we concluded that the sense of touch within gameplay, much like audio, hasn't been a big focus for many games. We had a great opportunity with PS5 to innovate by offering game creators to the ability to explore how they can add that feeling of immersion through our new controller. And then, so I thought that they were going to talk about, like, how there's much more i don't know like the entire like the grips are touch sensitive as well so that like it can sense how you're feeling like if you i don't know maybe you can read your heartbeat or something if you're playing like a horror game but then I, they never that, talked about that
0: yeah i i imagine they're either holding that stuff back or it's just too expensive because you got to remember these because i mean we we scoff at like you look at like if you go were to go and buy a ps4 controller right now right if i look on i don't know the msrp i'm pretty sure is like
1: it's $85. 60. $60 or $70, I want to say.
0: Probably $60. ps 4 controller. Uh, first of all, they're all out of stock, apparently. That's good to know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Interesting. Anyways, there's XP there's a whole bunch to... that are out of stock. You know who will have them? GameStop will have them for full price. Let's see. <laughs> GameStop will have them for full price. Mark my, my words. oh shock. Four. Boom. Sixty-five dollars for anything except black. Black is fifty-nine ninety-nine. Interesting. The pre-owned ones are on sale for forty, though. So, if you want to uh, disinfect your new controller for twenty-five minutes, then <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I really like the DualShock Four. I genuinely I like the DualShock enjoy Four it. as well, but knowing how it feels in my hand with those like circular grips, almost like the circular handles, seeing this looks a whole hell of a lot more comfortable.
1: Yes. Yeah, I always thought the the PlayStation controllers were weird and boxy and not ergonomically designed, um, especially like the PS Three controller. It it's was wide, like the
0: Pro controller though, like the way it is. the handles are. That's interesting. I
1: think the Pro controller, the Switch Pro controller, is very much based off of the um, Xbox controller, and I think everyone's kind of blended in with that form factor of it being a little bit wider. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. I think it looks cool. Um, People on Twitter will tell you otherwise.
0: You know what's What's interesting? There's no no back paddles on the controller, which was the big rumor with that PS4 back attachment that they released. Remember the $30 attachment with the paddles on the back?
1: Oh, kind of like to counter the Xbox One Pro Controller, or Elite, sorry.
0: Yeah, there was talk about there being paddles built into the PS5 controller, and that's why they released that. But it doesn't look like there are. But then again... There's no picture of the back of the controller shown, so. There kind of is. There's like a picture no. of like
1: it sitting on the
0: side. They could be like. flush with the back of the controller almost, so to the point where you just barely, they're barely off the back of the controller. Maybe.
1: But oh, one quick thing to point out, it does look like it has a USB-C port. They don't call this out in the article, but yeah, it is a USB-C port, so it should hopefully charge much faster considering these controllers always seem to have a very short uh, battery life. Yes, I agree. I did see that as well. Um, all right. Yeah, glad all the peripherals that I bought are now outdated because I'm going to need to get some USB-C stuff. All right. Last but not least, there was an inside Xbox today, as we had mentioned. Um, to be totally honest, I don't think there's much worth mentioning here. That's <laughs> kind of why we left it for last. Um, they did announce Obsidian Games, which uh, developed The Outer Worlds, which was excellent. Um, announced the new game called Grounded, which is, uh, I don't know, they didn't really show much. It was kind of like a teaser. This kid is, like, shrunken in his backyard, and this robot's like, hey, you're not supposed to be here, but I'm going to help you out. Um, You're either going to die or you're going to live. It'll be fine. And then, I don't know, it looked really interesting. You're being chased by, like, giant ants and, like, swinging on grass blades and whatnot. Um, So that comes out July 28th. Um, And I want to say that there was some kind of like gameplay demo happening, so if you want to go check it out, there's a ton of gameplay, because I think they, right after the Inside Xbox, they had a kind of a live stream. Um, Besides that, they also talked a little bit more about the Xbox Series X. Um, And honestly, if they didn't say the word Xbox, it would sound almost exactly the same like the PlayStation conference that happened a few weeks ago, where the guy was talking about all the specs of the PlayStation. Um, You know, they mentioned ray tracing and how there's its own audio block that's off the CPU that frees up the CPU to do more fun stuff. Um, And then, uh, so there's an external um, proprietary drive. So he kind of explained it like the the SSD in the Xbox is like really integrated um, and like optimized for performance or whatever. So they had to make a proprietary expansion kind of memory card, um, which is one terabyte uh, made by Seagate. No word on price yet. Um, but that'll be, they didn't say the word required, but it sounded like it was required for Xbox Series X games. Um, Whereas your old gen games, so say you have an an external drive on your current Xbox One or Xbox 360 or whatever, um, you can just unplug that and plug that into the Xbox Series X and all of the games will immediately start working and that's totally fine. Um, But if you have an Xbox Series X game, it seems like it's gonna have to be either on the internal storage or on the proprietary memory card. Um, So that's something to be of note. Um, I'm assuming it'll be like $100 but who knows besides that um, they didn't really mention anything too worthwhile so I'm just not gonna mention any of it cause I can't speak to it very well um, but yeah I think that is it for episode 75 that's a big number 75's cool we should have had a party we should have had, had a party, party. we should <laughs> have a party right now Animal Crossing party Hey, come to our islands Island oh party. my god <laughs> Alright. Well, that has been episode seventy-five. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. I was gonna say watching, but I don't know. Maybe if you're watching the logo on your telephone screen. Telephone? Mobile phone screen.
0: You know what is still stuck in my head? What? That carousel of progress meme is haunting <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna read that one real quick? To oh play us God. out? I gotta
0: I gotta find it. Hold on.
1: For those uninitiated, the carousel of progress is a ride that has a long storied history at Walt Disney World or in the Disney company. Um, and it's basically this this ride where you sit in a, in a moving theater that rotates like a carousel and you go through four different stages of like the American family. So it starts off in like, I don't know, the 1900s and then it goes to like the 20s and then it goes to like the 40s, 50s and then it goes to like a modern-ish era, which I'm assuming when it was first built was like the 70s or 80s. And now it's like still the 70s or 80s, but also like 20s like 2010s 20s whatever it's very strange but this man narrates and he's like he sits there and he does all these things like well folks well we got like refrigerators and the icebox and the oven will clean or won't clean itself haha but the trains will take you from new york to california in just seven days and just talks about the state of things <laughs> so there's a new meme oh my god where is let me
0: see if i can find a carousel progress talk track hold on <laughs>
1: Like he just talks about the state of the world. So someone made one for the current state of affairs now. And Paul did a little voiceover of it and it was Oh my god, I was very spot on at myself. <laughs> it was incredibly spot on. Uh what is this? i are trying to find an example to compare.
0: <laughs> uh here we go. Hold on. Mhm. <laughs> Everybody's singing. Do,
1: do, 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 do. Remember when I said that's it for episode seventy-five, and then
0: <laughs> episode. I found. I found, found the whole transcript. Hold on. Transcript or the whole like audio, the whole transcript for the or the whole the whole transcript for the show. Uh. I'm waiting. Oh track. yeah, here, here. hold on. I'm like. Lo- <laughs> Ooh, boy, hottest Fourth of July we had in years. We've come a long way, though, since the turn of the century, over 20-some-odd years ago. You know that pilot fella, Charles Lindbergh? Uh, Anyways, he, he he I know what I'm looking for, but I can't find it. Where he's like, we're on easy street. We can get to from New York to Los Angeles in just six days. <laughs> he's like, life can't get much better than this. And then, oh, of course, man, I'm it to gets look. better
1: because there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Well, it's another Halloween here in the fabulous 40s. Everything (laughs) is better than ever now, and we've got some amazing new wonders around the house to prove it. For instance, our refrigerator holds more food than ice cubes, and thanks to our automatic dishwasher, I don't have to dry the dishes anymore after supper. gives Rover and I more time to enjoy our evening stroll together. Rover (laughs) Rover barks. I knew it! uh father father chuckles later boy to audience oh and here's something else that's new i just heard a new term today on the radio fella says we've got something now called the rat race <laughs> did you ever hear of that one sure describes my life i'm involved in something now called commuting i drive into the city for work all day and i turn right around and drive all the way back and the highway is crowded with fellow rats doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm mad because I know this, like, fellow so rats. well. Um, <sighs> uh, all right, do do grandma, the
1: coronavirus one. Come on.
0: Wait, hold on. Grandma off stage. That's what they call progress, dear. Father laughs. I guess she's right. But <laughs> we do have television, when it works. Gives you something to do after you come home. I kind of like it, you know? Oh A guy God. named John Cameron Swayze gives us all the news. And then they have us... Have all this singing and dancing, a lot of fluff, but it's fun, anyways. <laughs> and then uh, the grandma like watches the boxing, and she's like, "Give him the hook, you lug!" Oh Something. my god! <laughs> <laughs> we got to clip out this one segment in Disney oh, Disney's Carousel oh of Progress history. Hold on, I got to find the Easy Street one. Hold on, we're just. Can you find the coronavirus
1: one? <laughs> I, I got
0: it. Hold on. Oh yeah, here we go. uh Oh, that's the oh. He says that right before he goes into the great big beautiful tomorrow thing. Anyways, we're not singing. Paul, uh, I have shells to sing. Considering sell. all the conveniences we have, we now have, I'll say that we're really on easy street these days. It just can't get any better. All right, let me find. I got the coronavirus <laughs> one right here. So anyway, someone put this. Uh, so Uncle Orville is one of the characters, side characters uh, that they have in the show, and he's just I don't know there in a the bathtub doing whatever. But anyways, so there's this meme, and I'm losing my mind over it. But <laughs> anyways. It says, Well, it's almost Easter here in 2020. And boy, things sure have changed in the 21st century. We're doing this new thing called social distancing. Nobody is allowed to leave their house. You can't find toilet paper anywhere. And people are wearing diapers as masks. Yes, sirree. We sure have come a long way. But you know who I wish would do an even better job of social distancing? Uncle Orville. That's who. <laughs> no privacy at all around
1: this place (laughs) anyways Anyways, and now (laughs) that concludes episode 75 of what the funcast i'm gonna clip this and put it on instagram later (laughs) all right (laughs) now we are a full 18 minutes over time (laughs) take care y'all we'll see you next week
0: this is paul and ahmed signing off (laughs) peace